on the road again just can't wait to get on the road again the life i love is making music with my friends Hello and welcome to this episode of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, still being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida, and we are still continuing our series of stories from home because there is still no one traveling. Tonight, just a little bit of travel news roundup, so thanks for listening. Hello. If you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. Like I said in the intro, this is just kind of a mix-up of travel news, hopefully to bring a little bit of humor into your day or evening. Depending on your calendar and how you count days, you could be in this stay-at-home order from anywhere from day 62 to day 262. Living in Florida, as most everybody knows, it's a mix between Florida man and God's waiting room. If you don't believe me, just log into any news website and within three or four hours, I can almost guarantee you that there will be some Florida man or Florida old person story making its way into the news feed. That being said, we're starting to see a soft opening around Florida, Universal City Walk. And if you've never been to City Walk, think Chuck E. Cheese, but without the mouse a lot more booze and basically not a lot of kids, but be that as it may city walk opened up last Thursday on a very limited basis, which is code for a whole bunch of rules and restrictions. The first one is they are enacting staggered parking, meaning that they are going to have an attendant park every car or not park every car. We're going to have an attendant having you park in every other spot. The good news of that is currently parking is free. The bad news is for all you fancy lads out there, there is no valet. Now, if you've never been to City Walk, it's a bit of a hike from the parking deck into the actual venue. Rest assured, there will be no shortage of safety signs along the way, highlighting some of the new rules like mandatory face coverings, as well as social distancing. In addition to the standard security screening at the entrance, they will also be doing temperature screenings. And if you are on the north side of a temperature of 100.4, you will not be allowed inside the park. And you get to begin the long walk of shame back to the parking deck. Right now, only select businesses are open. They're open for a very short window, roughly 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. each night. Uh, some of the restaurants and shops that are open include the Auntie Anne's pretzels. So if you're an Auntie Anne's pretzel fan, and if you're used to getting your Auntie Anne pretzel fix at the local airport and haven't been traveling, you can certainly head over to City Walk, Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, and of course, Jimmy. I never miss a chance to make a dollar. Buffett's Margaritaville will be open, as well as the Red Oven Pizza Bakery, Voodoo Donuts, and this one's a biggie, the Airbrush Store Inside the Heart in Huntington Tattoo Company. <laughs> I didn't even know airbrush stores were a thing. I think the last time I saw an airbrush-type uh, venue or booth was that the Traveling Carnival came to town about 15 or 20 years ago. Of course, the Universal Studio Store will be open, as well as the Hollywood Drive-In Golf. Restaurants will have limited seating reduction. Uh, I've heard anywhere from 25 to 30% of their capacity. Not sure if that is true. 
almost all of the businesses will have a cashless payment type systems available. I really recently just got my new American Express Hilton card and it had the contactless payment. Used it a couple of times over the last weekend at the grocery store. Kind of neat. Didn't have to touch a pad, just tap the card and off I went. Of course, just like my local Publix, there will be increased cleanings at CityWalk. You'll be seeing workers cleaning everything in sight, railings, other surfaces that visitors come in contact with. And there will be hand sanitizer dispensers all over the place. Currently, the CityWalk nightclubs, Blue Man Group Theater, and the Universal Cinemark Movie Theater are all closed, as well as the park and accompanying hotels. And it looks like the plans are to keep them closed through at least May 31st. If you are suffering from Disney withdrawal, and yes, it is a thing, at least Disney Springs is reopening on May 20th. They plan to follow the same plan as Universal City Walk, restricted hours, masks, social distancing, and increased cleaning. Make no mistake about it, everybody is testing the waters to see whether or not tourists and locals are confident enough to flock back with their wallets wide open. That being said, this Florida man himself tried to make hotel reservations for next weekend at any of the Hilton Disney Spring properties, and everything on the website was still showing it unavailable and that most of the park in the in the uh, the local area was still closed. For all my brother and sister fellow road warriors, all of our travel gear has been in the closet for close to two months, probably close to getting some cobwebs on it, but have no fear. Some of that stuff that you use when traveling can now be incorporated into your everyday work from home life. The first one is compression socks. Myself, I am not a fan, but if you happen to be, and you happen to be currently spending a lot of hours sitting behind a desk at home, which we all are, I know that here that uh, the CEO is spending a lot more time at her desk than she ever did when she was on site at the schools working. Well, that being said, those compression socks can hopefully breathe some new life into your tired legs at the end of the day. Here's a key note, though. If you happen to be in the uh, typical Zoom video meeting dress code, which is pretty much uh, business from the waist up and party from the waist down, do not point your webcam at your feet so that everybody can see your cargo shorts and then followed by those ugly ass compression socks. Now, when it comes to packing cubes, I am a big fan of those, and they work perfectly for organizing your new work-from-home bedroom slash office. For me, there's nothing better than having a well-organized work area, and those cubes are perfect for packing up and organizing stuff, especially at the end of the day when you don't want to have to sit in your bed watching TV, staring over at a whole desk full of paperwork. That USB power brick that we all should have, keep it charged. You're now on your cell phone more than ever and a fully charged brick just might breathe some life back into your dying cell phone as you stroll through the backyard while trying to close the Smothers deal. The other rule that dictates you cannot remove anything out of your dop kit while at home is in full effect. When you run out of toothpaste or floss or deodorant in your bathroom, do not, I repeat, do not go into your travel dop kit and pull anything out because I guarantee you, the next time you are on a trip, you are going to find yourself at the front desk begging and pleading for one little bitty envelope of toothpaste. In episode 82, we talked about the website, I Miss the Office. Log into the site, 
and click on various icons and from that will display or let you hear various sounds from the office, such as a copy machine, such as idle chit chat or the water cooler. Well, if you're missing LaGuardia, JFK, LAX, Toronto, or any of the major airports, you can log into Twitter. I will put a link in the show notes and hear Carolyn Hopkins' voice. Yes, she is the lady that voices most of the announcements at those airports, and they've got a tape of her running up on Twitter, make you feel a little bit more at home while you're at home. I also ran across a post where... Vegas, which I love Vegas, uh, missing my annual trip there this year, that they have a vending machine selling PPEs. You got to love America. You got to love ingenuity. Are you familiar with Father Tim Pelk? Well, neither was I, but I do know that he comes from Detroit. And about a month ago, he was standing outside his church and blasting his parishioners with holy water from a miniature squirt gun. I don't know why he didn't choose a soup soaker, but Father Tim went with a mini squirt gun, all just to bless their Easter food baskets. Father Tim says it's a tradition, and he wanted to keep it alive. Hats off to you, Father Tim. The Onion posted a pretty true article. A lot of times you'll see uh, some of the Onion stuff make its way out into the mainstream Facebook, and uh, people will kind of buy into it, but this one's actually pretty funny. It said, co-workers on Zoom meeting trapped in an infinite loop of telling each other, oh, sorry, no, go ahead. Like everybody else, I have spent a ton of time on Zoom meetings, and I guarantee you that every single one of them is dotted with that exact phrase. Oh, sorry, no, go ahead, you go ahead. So uh, they have a pretty funny article. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Not sure if you heard about the five-year-old driving a car on the Utah freeway. A trooper in Weber County, Utah, initiated a traffic stop on what he thought was an impaired driver. Turns out it was this young man, age five, who somehow made his way up onto the freeway in his parents' car. The boy told the trooper that he had taken his parents' car after getting into an argument with his mom, who told him that she would not buy him a Lamborghini. Way to go, mom. The child told the trooper that he had intended to drive to California to buy a luxury vehicle for himself. The trooper went on to say he might have been a little bit short on his purchase amount as he only had three bucks in his wallet. Well, hats off to you, little five-year-old, for having a wallet. The follow-up to that story is R.D. Whittington of luxury car brand Wires Only flew the whole family out to L.A. just a few days after this, and little Adrian got to sit in the driver's seat of a Ferrari, a Hummer, and other fancy rides. His face lit up when he got to rev the Ferrari's engine but it lit up even more when he got to see Shaq and Little Pump via FaceTime. So speaking of road trips and not necessarily with five-year-olds, more than likely everybody's next trip is going to be in a car. And there is some positives to that. First, gas is super cheap, damn cheap. So take the luxury vehicle in your garage and not the practical fuel economy one. Guess what else is cheap? Rental cars. (laughs) Look at Hertz, man. This is the week for them. Here's a side note. If you have a bunch of Hertz loyalty points, you may want to try to find some way to get those out of there in the next three or four days because they are going to be on a very bumpy ride. That being said, rent a car from somebody else, put the miles on it, check with your credit card company as many of them are offering extra points for travel-related purchases and still other credit card companies offer some additional discounts as well, especially when it comes to rental cars. While on your road trip, guess what? Hotels are going to be cleaner than you've ever seen them. 
Another plus is that traffic will be lighter, but also guess what? Plan on delays because everybody's doing road construction. Here in Florida, they've really stepped up their game with I-4. I don't know why I-4 has been under construction for at least 20 years. I don't know if they're going to try to finish it in 60 days or not, but just keep that in the back of your mind that while traffic will be lighter, there will be delays due to the road construction. Like everybody else, it seems that we have tried to up our food game here at Chateau Relaxo with a solid list of quarantine food. A couple of the recipes we've come across, this one we found on my favorite guy, Guy Fieri, on his Triple D. This is called Bacon Cheese. Picture this, butter, bacon, jalapenos, what's not like to like, canned sweet corn, salt, pepper, garlic, some scallions, my mom's favorite condensed milk, a little bit of mayo, and some mozzarella cheese. Take the butter, the bacon, the jalapeno, and the corn, put it in a skillet, brown it up a little bit, throw in the garlic, throw in the condensed milk and mayonnaise, stir, put it in a cast iron little skillet, cover it with some mozzarella cheese, put it under a broiler for about 45 seconds. Legit bar food, as good as it gets, super easy to make, super quick, and then top it off with some scallions. We also actually made a recipe that we found on Facebook. Usually those Facebook recipes for me at least go somewhat sideways. This one was called Mississippi Pot Roast. Super easy. Throw some carrots and potatoes into a crock pot. Cover that pile of veggies with about a three-pound pot roast. Add an envelope of ranch-style dressing, the powdered kind, as well as an envelope of au jus. Five pepperoni peppers, not four, not six, but five. And those are the peppers that come with the Papa John's pizza. And then put a stick of butter on top of it. Set your crock pot to low. Come back in about eight hours. Finishing it up with Instapot French onion chicken. And we've made this twice. Consider this a deconstructed French onion soup. Slice up a couple onions, super thin. Put them in your Instapot. And if you don't have an Instapot, they're probably one of the greatest things ever. It's one of those uh, those kitchen gadgets that serve many, many purposes. But throw them in the bottom, saute them up a little bit, take your chicken, slice it thin, dredge it in some flour, brown it up a little bit, throw in two cans of Campbell's French onion soup, a couple cans of water, open up a package of onion, powdered onion soup mix, put it on for about five minutes, and then open up a box of the Texas toast, the frozen one that you get in the freezer section of Publix. And while your uh, Instapot is heating up and cooking, throw those in the oven at about 450 for about six or seven minutes. When it's done, pull it out, open up your Instapot, pull the chicken out, lay it over the, uh, the Texas toast, and then take out the juice of the soup and ladle it over the chicken in the toast, cover it with about a dozen, yes, a dozen slices of Swiss cheese, throw it back under a broiler for a minute or two, and you basically have an upside-down French onion soup recipe. Actually pretty good. Usually the indicator around here is if we make something more than once, and we've made that twice in the last two weeks, so pretty good indicator. Well, there you have it. Kind of a short one this week, folks. As much as I would love to say travel safe, we're all still staying home, so everybody just be safe, and thanks for listening. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.